This meeting is being recorded. Welcome, this is Edna White, your host, and I'm so glad you're with me today. Today, you are on Keeping It Real on Purpose. And yes, you are in the place where there's real people telling real stories about real things that happen in life all on purpose. And today, our guest is none other than Janet White. Welcome to the show, Janet. Hi, thank you for having me. So happy to be here. I'm glad. I'm glad you're happy because I'm happy that you're here. And I'm sure the audience is excited that you're here. So tell us how you show up in the world. Well, I, I am a, um, I'm a devoted grandmother, so I show up uh, to be with my grandbabies, that's for sure. And I, yeah. um, I right now am working on a mission, I guess you'd say. It's my calling besides my grandbabies. Uh, to help women and um, men too, but mostly women put themselves first, take care of themselves and work on uh-huh. accepting them, themselves authentically. So um, that's kind of what I do. Okay. So tell us your story. Well, you know, I guess we all start out somewhere and uh, <laughs> uh, you think about the things that <laughs> happen to you in life. And there's certain moments that kind of um, define you or at least uh, make permanent changes in your life. We've all we've all got those. And when I think about mine, I think I've had, um, you know, I was married young. I was only 19. I probably already had some self-esteem issues. And I married a a guy who was very abusive. I stayed in that relationship way too long. (laughs) Um, I ended up finally getting out. And then I had a battle with cancer. Um, my mom died. My sister died. Uh, I started leaning on alcohol. I finally got off that. So, you know, it's it's the journey of going through um, the battles that we have, the thing that, you know, dealing with the hand sure. that's dealt to us. But then you keep growing and you keep learning and you keep getting stronger mm-hmm. and you keep realizing that you're meant for something um, and that, you know, this doesn't have to, like I said, define you, this can, you can grow from this. You don't have to be bitter and angry about what's happened. You have, you can just move forward. Um, So I think that's kind of my story in a nutshell. uh, But there's so many elements of that. (laughs) Of course. And I'm going to be the one to kind of pull it all out of you. (laughs) So you talked about being in a relationship too long. Can you share about that? Yeah, I think, and I've said uh, many times that I feel like maybe it was the perfect storm. I was young, um, probably, like I said, already struggling with some self-esteem issues. I got married to this, this man that I thought was, oh, he was dreamy. And the next thing you know, we're in this abusive relationship I didn't know anything about domestic violence. I didn't know anything about gaslighting or narcissism or any of those things. I didn't even know what that was. So I just stayed and, you know, thought that I could make things better. I thought things would get better. I kept hearing that it was my fault and then trying to fix things and, I, it, it's one of those vicious cycles. I kind of feel like I was, you know, the frog in the pot. It it got, I jumped in, it started getting hotter and hotter, but next thing you know, I'm boiling. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. 
don't totally understand. And in those relationships, we stay too long. And you talk about getting married early because I did get married early and I stayed in too long, right? Stayed in too long because number one, of course, we both didn't have the tools and the, and the information to know what those things were to make a, an educated decision for ourselves. And we weren't taught about relationships. And that was really hard because we're trying to be a teenager and, and a wife and possibly a mother and all those things are like juggling in the air. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So, you know, um, what was the, 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 I guess the decider for you to kind of end everything in that relationship? Yeah, it was, it was a 25 years. So it wasn't like, a short-term wow. relationship. I had a, right. we had a daughter together. Um, I think what helped me and it was as time started going through, I started getting, um, I went to work and I started getting educated. Um, I went back to school and he didn't like to work mm-hmm. and I, I did. So that was actually in my benefit. And I started realizing, gosh, all those things that he says about me, uh, that you're you're stupid and you're this and you're that, but yet I'm 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 leading the pe- these people at work. I've got great evaluation. Yep. You know something's not adding up here. <laughs> right. so I, I think I started building a little bit of self esteem, um, and then I think I mean he when my daughter finally left the house, that's when things escalated because I kind of started fighting back, and I think that that was right. where things got really really bad, and it was a you know, a gun to the head. It was really, it, it was, um, have to, it, it was to that point. I couldn't stay. And yeah. so yeah. it was tough. I mean, it was yeah. all I knew. And, 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 you know, I sit here, people say, it's like, gosh, how could you stay in that for 25 years? But the thing is, is that every day's not terrible and you get so accustomed to the negativity and the, abuse, yeah. the emotional abuse um, it doesn't, you don't even realize, and, and not everybody and not, not all times were terrible. There were o- over the 25 years, of course, there were some yeah. good times, but once I got out, that's where I yeah. really started learning about I'm who I was that. and what I yeah. wanted <laughs> and my, you know, yeah. who, who's Janet. Yeah. And I think also, um, when you gain that courage, we really it, it's all about like you said educating when you start educating yourself and being around regular people you be like oh i don't think this is the norm you know <laughs> because you know this isolation involved in what when, when there's dysfunctional relationships this isolation and then like you said you know you there's not all bad days and all good days but by then you're all numb yes. so you're walking around like a zombie zombie and you're just doing you know, you're by method, you're doing like your program. Okay, I gotta wash the dishes, I gotta do that. And you're doing it all, it's like a cycle all over again. Mm-hmm. And that's good for, you know, that you shared that with our audience. And, I'm, and you know, I thank you for that because it, it, it takes a lot of courage to talk about that stuff, I know. And I, I love sharing because it gives my audience an understanding that they, they're not alone. And that's what's important. Now, yeah, I, I want to talk. 
I w- go ahead. Go ahead. I was just I was just going to say, you know, I think the other piece of that too is secretiveness. You know, you don't yeah. want to tell anybody. It's it is embarrassing. You don't want to say yeah. everybody puts on like their their family's perfect, like you have a beautiful home and every everything, your great husband yeah. and all that. And and you don't want to say anything negative and it's embarrassing. Right. And so once I started sharing a few little tips at, at my job with some of my co-workers and friends I Mm -hmm. they were oh what (laughs) and it's like you said someone finally gave me the book um women who love too much and it was Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh I felt I saw myself on every page every page right (laughs) so it was it was education I like I said Mm -hmm. you you said it gaslighting all those things you learn about and then you're like oh Oh, that's what's happening to me. That's what it is. And you start, it starts popping for you. Like, right, right. It's just like, wow. That's what, and it's almost like, and you almost see all every scenario, you know, like that brings it up to the gaslighting part. You're like, that was gaslighting. You go, and you start category. Okay. That's gaslighting. And you start putting it all into perspective, right. you know, and you, you, you be waiting like, okay. Learning something new, and and you almost, I uh, you almost say okay, waiting for the the next the other shoe to drop, right? Mm-hmm. Were you like that, waiting for the other shoe to drop? You know, I think once I got out, it was it, it wasn't an easy separation. I mean, he stopped right, me okay. for many many years. There there was a restraining order, okay. you know, the whole That's bit. True. So it, it wasn't a clean break by any means, but. I immediately started surrounding myself. I I wanted to get better and I wanted to make sure that I didn't repeat the cycle or do this again. Um, And so I knew that I had a part in it and my complicity, you know, to being compliant with this. And I I wanted to make sure that I, I, I learned and I grew from, I went to counseling. I went to divorce care. I read every book I could. I did, I did what I could do to help heal myself mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't um, end up in another bad situation. Cause I know that happens. I mean, you, a lot of times well, you yeah. have a bad relationship and you go into a different kind of bad relationship. And so I worked hard not to, mm-hmm. to do that. I also started drinking mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was, it was to numb, you know, to numb the pain. So there yeah. were, there were a lot of yeah. things that I had to deal with. Yeah. And I think you were also um, um, mourning the loss of who you thought he was or who you, you who you met in the beginning. Then the loss of the relationship because it was longevity. So you had like a double whammy, you know, going on. You had, you know, you had to go through loss. And sometimes we don't do that. We don't grieve. We don't grieve. Really think about, hey, that is a loss, you know. Mm-hmm. A loss of a relationship long term, a loss of who I met in the beginning and a loss of I was used to this, even though I know it wasn't good for me. I was used to it. And right. now what I did now, I'm losing that now, you know, and the 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 the, the um this the scary part of to go now I got to go out there and yeah, I got to get myself together and I don't know if anyone's going to want me now that they're being scared, you know, now you're afraid, you know? So it's a, it's a lot of things that went on, you know, goes on when, when relationships break. Um, tell us how 
you began to kind of like, um, you know, how was it with your daughter? You know, a lot of my audiences um, have children and they go through these type of things. How it was it with your daughter? Was you able to translate that good information to her? Yeah, thankfully she um, she has broken the cycle. I, you know, she has married a, a really yes. great guy. Right. Two grand, two beautiful grandbabies. I have. Um, it it's you know no one goes unscarred. I mean, she. I have a lot of regrets. Yes, of course, I wish things would right. have been different for her as a child. I wish I would have done a lot of things differently. Um, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, the, the point is that we just keep moving forward and we just keep doing the best we can. Um, she's certainly a strong lady that, that, you know, mm-hmm. ha- takes care of herself and, and I couldn't see her being in this, that kind of situation ever. So maybe sometimes you learn what you don't want, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do. Cause I, I said that about in my, in my life watching my parent, my mom, you know, with her ex-husband, I mean, with her, with my stepdad, I was like, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't, you know, I'm going down the list. I, it was, and it's normal. It's not normal to say, you know, you want, you, you, you're thinking about a picket fence. I was like, no, I don't want that. I don't want that. I was like, I was going down. I don't want any of it. <laughs> it was like, I was going to be a rebel in the beginning, you know, from the start. So you, you, I'm glad that your daughter broke the cycle, broke yeah, the cycle, and that's great. So tell us, you know, you are an author, Miss yes. Janet. Yeah. So tell us about your book, and you know, you know, let us know. All right. Well, it's called Finding Bliss Beyond the Buzz, and basically, what it does, it goes kind of through my story. So I talk about my marriage. I do you know, share a little bit of how I got in, how I got sucked in, how I stayed in, all those things, uh, hopefully to to help individuals basically know where I came from. And then I talk about my cancer journey. I talk about the loss of my mom, who was my best friend. I talk about my loss of my sister. And then I finally um, ended up breaking my relationship with alcohol, which was my second toxic relationship. (laughs) And I... (laughs) Yeah. So I got rid of that and I've started this self self development journey. And what I realized is there are so many things that we do or don't do that we put up with in our lives. And we, we need to break those cycles and stop doing things that don't serve us and stop telling ourselves that we are not good enough, that we are too fat, that we're too this, that we're not smart enough, that we're not enough, all those things, those negative things that it was almost like he had said those things in, in over the years and they were still in my head and I had to get them out. I had to change my attitude towards myself. And when I was able to start working on that and accept myself, when I published this book, it was like, this is such vulnerability. I mean, this is my life and it's out and it's so scary, but you know, I've had several people say, oh my gosh, Janet, I read your book and 
I relate with this or that helped me here. And I think that's what it's about. I think what your show does, what you do, what I do Mm -hmm. is that we share because so often this world, we have all these Mm -hmm. models and all these social media accounts that are all fake. They're not real. And (laughs) every one of us is vulnerable. Every one of us has uh, every one of us has issues, baggage. We have beliefs that don't serve us. We're doing things that are not good for our bodies. And so I have like a, a, it's a a mnemonic. It says pre-cans and it's basically seven areas of your life that if you kind of focus on these things, that Mm -hmm. it's really a system that helps me stay on track. The P is for passion and purpose. So what, what's important to you? Are you, are you living what's important to you? Because we say that, oh, it's family or it's our health, but then we're not living it. We're doing something completely opposite of what we think is important. And then rest and recovery, there's exercise connection. um, Mm -hmm. And then alcohol free, of course, I'm a big proponent of living (laughs) alcohol free nutrition and sleep. So those areas of your life, if you are focusing on taking care of yourself in those areas, it's, it it really does make such a huge difference in your life. And there's nothing that you can't do. You just have to want it and then work for it. Okay. That's good information. Um, And the book is called again, Finding Bliss Beyond the Buzz. What's your favorite chapter in your book? Oh man, it's got to be the it's got to be towards the end. It's when I talk about how I am today and how after <laughs> all that has happened and all that has um transpired that I am the happiest, the healthiest that I've been in my whole life. I'm 60 years old and you know, I <laughs> You know how people look back and say, oh, I wish I was 16 again, or oh, I wish I was 20. I'm me, man. I'm happy right here, right now. And (laughs) I love what I do. I love helping other people find their bliss. I help, you know, help people who are stuck in some old patterns and beliefs. And so, yeah, I think that's my favorite. I love that question. I've never had that question. I like that's good. That's really good. So it, it, it's a, I, I, when you were talking about, you know, people wanting um, to jump back at, at 16 or 18 or even 20, um, when I be, started the, the, the journey of personal development, I was 45. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. And that's why, you know, I, I was like, okay, 45 to, you know, I'm almost 60 right in there. I'll jump back a couple of years, but I'll still be doing what I was, I'm doing now. So I really enjoy, you know, what I do, how I feel about everything. And um, we, let's talk about the personal development, how you can expand on that, you know, and your journey in that and what, you know, what components are in it when you do step through it, you know, start the journey. So I think for me, some of the things I had to really work on um, was my relationship with 
alcohol. I was using it to medicate. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like an alcoholic or anything, but every Mm -hmm. day when I would have a stress, every stressful day, every event, it was just part of my being. So I, I got that out of the way and I felt so much better. I ended up changing my relationship with exercise. I had never lifted a weight. I had never been to the gym. And then here I am at over 50 after my cancer battle, learning how to eat healthy and exercise. I mean, I really changed my life in so many areas. I think the biggest change for me had to be the journey of the self-affirmation self-love, self-care, because getting rid of that voice in my head of you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, all those things, it will, it will keep you down. It, and if I could give, if I could give anybody one thing, I would, that's what I want to give them. I want to give them the power to say, you are enough and you, Mm -hmm. you are good enough and you can, you know, it's, it's so easy to get well, first of all, as you know, we just go through, like you said, the day to day, the routine, we're in the trap. We take care of our husbands. We take care of our kids. We take care of our parents, yeah. we take care of the church, the job, the blah, blah. And there's nothing left for us. Yeah. We've got or left of us. Too. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's, um, it's, a, it is, um, it's a challenge to go through this journey of personal development but the rewards are monumental. Um, I can't express, and I know you're expressing, Janet, how important it is to do that. So what's on the horizon for you now? Like, what are you doing now? So I'm doing, I'm doing some group coaching and I'm uh, actually getting ready to launch a masterclass probably in the spring. And it's called Blissful Boundaries, saying no to people, things and beliefs that no longer serve you. So I'm look I'm I'm looking forward to launching that. I think that I think there's a lot of people like me who yep. stuck in some some shape form Absolutely. not feeling like they can do it. They're living their mm-hmm. lives in not not living their lives. They're living whatever right. they're stuck in um and either trying to numb it away with alcohol, food, mm-hmm drugs, shopping, whatever you're trying to numb yourself with, (laughs) or they're so down on themselves that that they would never step out of their comfort zone. So I think that's, I'm hoping that that's going to help a lot of people um, break out of those boundaries and set some boundaries for themselves so that they can put themselves first and take care of themselves. Because like you said, there's none none of you left if you are doing for everybody and you don't uh, take time to take care of yourself. That's beautiful. How can we find, you know, where you're going to have the, the the five-day challenge, where your book is? How can we search it out? How can the audience find you? Just, if you can remember Bliss Beyond the Buzz, you can find me. I've got a Bliss Beyond the Buzz um, website, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Great. anywhere you can find. <laughs> if you can just Google uh, Bliss Beyond the Buzz, you'll find me. Oh, awesome. So what's the final words you would encourage my audience? I guess I would, I would really say anybody who is stuck somewhere with someone who's not treating them the way that they need to be treated, that's doing something that they know is shortening their life, they don't want to do, please 
find a way to to get some help and get out get get some help to 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 make that change. You are so worth it. That's awesome. Well, Janet White, we really appreciate you being on our show today. And this brings us to the end part, ladies and gentlemen. And we want to thank you for being here because you could be anywhere else, but you're here with us today. And we want to thank you for that. Thank you for just passing the word around, getting us all the way up to 5,000 subscribers to the YouTube channel and over... 19,000 for the audio. So thank you so much for doing that. And keep sharing, keep pressing that button, press the like button, subscribe and share it around to all your friends. And remember, you can look for me, Edna White, your life purpose coach on EJW Coaching on all the platforms. See you soon. And thank you for watching. Bye for now.